then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord when he cometh shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But, and if that servant say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens, and to eat and drink and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Today we are resuming our new series uh, titled Watching for Messiah. So this will be part two of that series. And the idea that we're covering here is the importance of watching for the return of Christ and how Jesus doesn't just tell us that watching for him is a good idea. It's actually a commandment from our Savior. And in not doing so comes with great consequence. Jesus warns on many occasions about the dangers of being caught off guard by his return. There are dangers in thinking that his coming has been delayed or that there is still plenty of time. But the reality is, as Jesus tells us, his coming is going to be at a time that we think not, at an hour that we did not expect. Therefore, we are always to be watching and praying, lest that day take us by surprise. You know, for many, many years, I've been wanting to write a book. Um, but every time I would have a topic, it just felt like the, the Holy Spirit was resisting me in it, and it just wasn't, just wasn't able to put it together. Um, but I've been feeling lately led that this series about watching for Messiah, about the importance of it and what the last days looks like while you're supposed to be watching for him is something that I should uh, put into a book form. And so that is something that I'm working on and will be working on over the next few months. And so I just ask that you be praying for me uh, that it be put together in a way that honors God and brings glory to his name. Uh, and, and even more, uh, opens people's eyes to the truth that they need to be watching and ready and praying without ceasing. And uh, your prayers for the podcast as well are extremely appreciated, so thank you for that. Just so you know, these devotionals, specifically, I'm specifically talking about the ones for this series that we're working on right now about watching for Messiah, are basically just little excerpts uh, smaller versions of what the chapters might be like uh, in in the book. Um, and you can read these for free at the website, scriptureandprophecy.com. And they're also going out 
uh, on Sunday nights or Sunday mornings to those who are on the email list, which you can get on for free also at the website. So just so you guys know, that's there. And I've been sharing them on Facebook too. So there's plenty of places where you can read them. They're very short, um, but they might, uh, they might encourage you. They might inspire you. Uh, so be thinking about that. So today's study, we're going to be looking at uh, two chapters, but they're out of the Gospels, and they're dealing with the same events. They're just worded a little bit differently. And what we're going to be looking at is Matthew chapter 24, verses 42 through 51, and Luke chapter 12, verse 42 through 48. So let's start. Remember, I started off by saying... That's, that there's great consequence in not obeying the commandment to watch. And Jesus warns again and again about being caught off guard. And about the, and he specifically, what we're dealing with today is specifically the dangers of thinking that his coming has been delayed. If you remember last week, we talked about how in the garden he told the disciples, you know, you need to be praying, you need to be watching, and you need to be praying. Why? Because the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Lest you fall into temptation, you need to be paying attention and you need to be ready. Right? And really, that's the theme about watching uh, all the time. So let's look at Matthew. Let's look at this, uh, verse, these verses in Matthew chapter 24, starting with verse 42. King James Bible. Here's what it says. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched, and he would have not been suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and he shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and to drink with the drunken. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Grave warning found here about thinking that the Lord is delaying in his coming or thinking that you've got it all figured out or you've got this time line and these charts and this event has to take place and that event has to take place and you're goofing off, you're not paying attention and you remember Jesus said if you're not watching, if you're not praying the danger is is that you're going to slip into sin because temptation's going to come and you're not going to be ready to deal with the temptation, you're going to fall to the temptation And then what happens? Let's go back through this verse by verse and talk it out. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour the Lord doth come. Now yes, we may understand the season, 
But really, it's always been the season. There's always been reasons to believe that the return of Christ is nigh. The point he's making is you don't know when. But know this. He's saying, but, right? You don't know when I'm coming, but... Know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. So he's saying, it's it's pretty obvious what he's saying. He's saying, if you know kind of the season, right, you should be paying attention. It's just like a good man, if he knew what hour of the night, what watch of the night the thief was going to come, he would have been prepared and ready and his house wouldn't have got broken up, right? In the same way, Verse 44, therefore, be also ready for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. So everybody's got their timelines. Everybody's got their opinions on when Christ can and cannot return. Because A event and B event. And then we have some situations where people say he's returning on the 23rd. Right? You guys remember that? Remember how Christ was supposed to come back? And everybody was so sure of it. But what is Jesus saying? He's saying, be ready always. Because I'm coming at a time that you think not. Verse 45. Who then is faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler of his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant who his Lord when he cometh shall find him so doing. In other words, he's saying, When he left, he put his people, his followers, in charge of being responsible for doing the work of God. Right? Spreading the good news of the gospel. Taking care of the poor. Right? We've been left with this great commission, these commandments, to walk and be a salt and a light to this earth. And he's saying... Blessed is those who, when he does return, he finds them doing that. Verse 47, Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. You know, if you're faithful with a little, he will give you much, right? But, if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming. First thing we should know is he's referring to this servant as evil. Why? Because of what's in his heart. If he saith in in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken. In other words, he's saying, oh, I've got time. I can go back to the world, the flesh. I can do the things that I desire to do that are evil. Because he's not coming back today. Their their temple's not built yet. Or, you know, insert whatever doctrine it is. So I'm going to go back to my sin. I've been waiting long enough, right? Every year I've been watching, waiting. He won't. He's not coming back. It doesn't look like he's coming back. Donald Trump's elected president. we got at least eight years. These are the things I've heard, right? The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, 
and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Those who decided to return to sin, who have said in their heart, My Lord is delayed his coming, I'm going to do what I want to do. Basically, he has two types of people that are going to be two types of servants. Okay, These are people who claim to know him, claim to serve him. There's two types that he's described here. There's the one type who, who he comes back and he finds them taking care of business, doing the things that he commanded them to do, taking care of the responsibilities that he handed to them. And he comes back and he finds them and they're doing great. What's he do? He puts them in charge of everything he has. You guys are faithful. And then there's another type of servant. Those who are not doing the will of God. Instead, they've said to themselves, well, they've been saying that it's the end times forever. You know, every generation thought it was the end times. Whatever their excuse is. Either way, they refuse to watch and pray. And because of the weak flesh, they have went back into sin. And the Lord comes at an hour that they think not, that they're not expecting, that didn't match up with the timelines and the charts and what the end time teachers were saying. And he finds them living in sin instead of doing the will of God. And he gives a very strong symbolic picture of what will take place. That servant will be cut asunder. And his portion, instead of having that inheritance where they're appointed, where they're given um, the responsibility of being in charge over everything the master owns, instead their portion is going to be with the hypocrites, where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Do you see the severity of this? Hypocrites. By the way, Matthew. Uh, the book of Luke uses a different word to describe these people. So if you're curious, okay, well, what does that mean? The portion with the hypocrites, what does that mean? Well, I'm getting Luke tells us exactly what that means and what exactly where their portion is, the hypocrites, that is. So let's go look at Luke chapter 12, verse 42. And the Lord said, Who then is a faithful and wise steward? whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give him their portion of meat in due season. You see, it's the same conversation. It's just Luke hears something a little different. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all he hath. But, and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat his men servants and maidens, and to eat and drink, and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour when he is not aware, and he will cut him asunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. You see, this guy's a servant, like he believes, right? But his portion is going to be with the hypocrites and the unbelievers because of what he said in his heart and the life he decided to live. 
that's not going to be let me just tell you that's not going to be popular with many people the what I the statement I just made because in this parable Christ is referring to him as a servant whose portion is with the unbelievers. It doesn't say that he's an unbeliever. It says that his portion, his inheritance, is going to be with the unbeliever, the same as the unbeliever, the same as the hypocrite, because he decided to live in the world and to not pray and watch for Christ and to be about his father's business. He's going to be cut off surprise. He's going to be cut off guard. He's going to be caught by surprise. The Lord of that servant, it says, will come in a day when he looketh not for him. Two more verses here in this uh, version of Luke. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. Sometimes, friends, it's more dangerous to know the will of God and to do it not than to not know the will of God and not do it. Do you understand? Those who much is given, much is required. Which is what he says in the next verse, the last verse, verse 48. But he that knew not, okay, the person who just didn't know, didn't know what the Lord's will was, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. Why? Why does the person who didn't know and committed thing committed crimes worthy of stripes getting it less getting a less beating than the person who did know but did the same actions here's why last sentence here for unto whomsoever much is given meaning you've been made aware god has opened your eyes up to all these truths of him shall much be required And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask more. I got to tell you, that last verse, verse 48, it gives me chills. Because I feel like, for me personally, God has blessed me with opportunity and knowledge in regards to his word. Which means I am without excuse. So when I stumble and I fall... And sin, I should be filled with great fear and quick to repent. Why? Because God has blessed me with much. Again, I'm talking about spiritual things here. We're not talking about financial things. And those of you who have listened to this podcast for years and other podcasts and you study the scriptures and you know the word... You're going to be held to a higher standard than, you know, some random person off the street who doesn't know what the Lord's will is. They don't know the word, but they believe, right? And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself. Look, it's not just that you know the Lord's will. What does it say? And prepared not himself. Two things. Neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. Do you see the point that's being made here? Zealously watching and praying and keeping your eyes on Christ and doing the will of God 
and working for the kingdom of heaven. These are not just good ideas. These are commandments and expectations that come with great consequence. Whether it means that you are appointed ruler over all his goods, or whether you're appointed your portion with the hypocrites, with the non-believers. And so the question that you need to ask yourself today is if Christ returns right now, which one of these am I really? Scriptures say to examine ourselves daily to make sure that we are in the faith. You see, the problem with our culture and with Christianity in our culture is there's, there's no wisdom. And the reason that there's no wisdom is because there's no fear of God. Which is why it's so easy for people to, you know, mess around with sin. Because there's no fear. They don't understand the consequences. No one tells them that, hey, Jesus tells a parable where he says, servants of his, those who believe in him, I mean, they know he exists, they're his servants, who go astray and decide to abandon the mission, not pay attention not prepare themselves, not do the wills, will of the Lord, but instead do, the, do their own will and walk in the world, walk in filth, their portion's going to be with the unbelievers as if they were unbelievers, where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I mean, you're, you're not going to hear that sermon preached on Sunday morning at very many places, but it is what the scriptures say. I honestly didn't realize where this podcast was going to go this morning. I just knew I wanted to cover these two chapters, but I prayed beforehand that the Spirit of God would be upon me and that the truth would come out and that people listening would be blessed. And so I'm praying this morning that you've received this message with an open heart. And search the scriptures for yourselves like the good Bereans and see if these things are so. Don't take my word for it. I'm just some guy talking into a microphone. What does the scripture say? Seek it out for yourselves. Remember to walk in righteousness and holiness. Why? Because today could be the day. Don't think to yourselves, "Ah, the master's delayed or X, Y, Z has to happen first. Be ready. Prepare yourself. And if he doesn't come today, you prepare yourself tomorrow and you be about your father's business today. I pray that this has helped you. I pray that it's blessed you. Please be praying for me and this podcast and the work that I'm doing. You know, we're going on, I want to say, five years now of, of this. And I need guidance today just like I did in the beginning. And I'm still praying and believing that one day God will make it possible for this to be a daily thing that I'm doing and that this mission can be my work. And maybe that day will come and maybe it will not. Um, It's really up to him, but I just ask that you would pray on my behalf. Also, this is 100% listener supported and we don't have advertisers or anything like that. So please consider supporting this podcast. You can do that by going to scriptureandprophecy.com and the links are there. Or if you're watching or listening on YouTube, the links are below. Remember, 
To whom soever much is given, of him shall much be required. And whom men have committed much, of him they will ask more. Don't be like this wicked servant. Don't allow the world to lure you away. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.